Well, 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 Prepper, looks like we were right. It's hit the fan. So let's dive in and talk about it. We're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. We're going to take your AR-15. Hell yes, your AK-47. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Oh, hell no. Hell yes, we're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes, we're back on the Prepared Mind channel, everyone. Welcome back. The strong will survive and the intelligent will prevail. We at the Prepared Mind Network, that's you, that's me, that's all of us. We have an advantage. We have this and we have our training, we have our thinking, we have our planning, we have our prepping. And I want to thank you guys for participating with me in this exercise, this real life exercise, right? You've heard of live action role-playing, right? LARP, except this is live action reality. It's not reality TV. It's not bullshit. It's really what's happening out there. Now, get your questions into Jolene down below. I was sneaky today. I got to see a sneak peek of a couple of the questions that were sent in by our premium Subscribers, that is people on the preparedmind.club and subscribestar.com can send their questions in and every single day talk about things live right here. Interact and boy, is it good stuff. So the strong will survive, huh? Well, are you going to tell me, can anyone make the argument? Well, the unprepared, they, 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 they have a good chance of surviving or the untrained. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think they're going to make it. The unintelligent, the uninformed, no, no, they, they don't stand a good chance. It's the other way around, the strong, the smart, the prepared, the fully planned. All right, folks, now I read just yesterday about how the <clears throat> progressive Democrat caucus in the House sent a letter to Biden. 30 different Democrats said, that's enough of this nonsense, right? You better think about what you're doing, and you're going to start a nuclear war, you knucklehead. Anyways, I think they were taken to the woodshed, or they were paid off with big guy bucks. That's right, Joe Biden, the big guy who gets his 10% on everything, according to his son, Hunter Biden. Well, all of a sudden, folks, not only did the House Democrat Progressive Caucus withdraw their letter, they formally withdrew their letter. What did that letter want? They were calling for negotiations with Russia over Ukraine so we can avoid nuclear war. All of a sudden, nuclear war, that's what the Democrats want. That's what the progressive socialists want in the United States of America. How does that make any sense? Weren't these the same dipshit, scumbag, peaceniks from the 60s? And I don't think anyone wants war, right? on our side, the side of freedom, liberty, justice, etc. We want peace, but we don't abide by violence coming from our enemies. Who are the enemies? The enemies of freedom and liberty. Who is it that is trying to take freedom and liberty and threaten other people? Answer that question yourself. I, I'm not going to do it. I don't want people saying, see, John, you lead leading questions and you give them the answers and you're influencing people with your prepared mind, right? Who was threatening Russia? Who was violating the agreements between NATO and Russia? Who was antagonizing Russia? It wasn't me, it wasn't you, right? We understand how this was started. And it's not cute and it's not popular. No one likes to hear the fact that the United States government, once again, yeah, the United States government, 
is an antagonistic organization. And it is an antagonistic organization. How do they get these House caucus Democrat progressive scumbags to switch and flip-flop back over? Who got to them? Who had a little talk? I mean, why and how does an entire caucus, that is a group, a committee, an internal Democrat committee, come to the conclusion that they do not want nuclear war? And then the very next day, that same committee reverses, flips itself and says, yeah, yeah, maybe we should continue to push and risk nuclear war. Well, I don't know. How do they do that? Well, Biden, one month after declaring that Cerveza bug pandemic done, over, gone, one month after that, he says Cerveza bug is still a, quote, global health emergency. Is it a simple flip-flop on Biden's part? Is he too stupid for his own good? Or is he a pawn of the powerful, the World Economic Forum? So the president can flip-flop. The House progressive Democrat caucus idiots can flip-flop. Is it that they have no spines, no backbones? Is it that they can be bought and purchased? Is it that they have no intellectual foundation for any statement they make? Or are they controlled like puppets or a little bit of everything? Folks, the strong will survive. These people are weak. They're only powerful in that they've been elected and put into positions of authority. They're not powerful on their own. Put them on the street. Walk them down the street with everyone else. And you'll see exactly how weak they are. Now, let's continue with this, shall we? This idea of popularity, weakness, political flip-flopping, and strength. The populist Italian prime minister, uh, Giorgia Maloney, right? This, this Italian, she is all about Italy. She has disavowed fascism in her first speech to the Italian parliament. And by disavowing fascism, right, she says, no, 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 that's not what we're about. Now, see, the, the World Economic Forum, globalist scumbags in Italian politics, accused her of being a Nazi. Well, she comes out and says, quote, we must uphold Christian values. Now, she's got to be very careful and start using her brains because she is in a hot seat over there, folks. Can she hold up? Is she strong enough to survive? Now, the British Prime Minister, who just came and went in the fastest in and out of the British Prime Minister's office ever, right, Ms. Ms. Truss, gone, apparently very weak. But we have another, uh, shall I say, populist, pro-freedom, pro-nationalist leader, that would be in the, the province, the Canadian province of Alberta. Their premier, uh, Danielle Smith, right? She kind of took a big swing at Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum today. And she vowed to end their agreement with the globalist World Economic Forum. That's interesting. I'd like to know what, what that uh, was all about. How is it that an organization, a government organization, enters into an agreement with a corporate, anti-nationalist, globalist, international cartel. Well, is she strong enough to survive taking that kind of a stance? Saying she's going to end their agreements with this group. Is she clean enough? In other words, do they have dirt on her? Can she be controlled? Can she be blackmailed? Can she be bribed? Can she be threatened? Is she strong enough? Interesting, Liz Truss, who I said dropped out in England, and then Georgia Maloney, and now uh, Danielle Smith. They're all fighting back. Folks, we need every leader out there. Male, female, young, old, doesn't matter. Black, white, I don't give a shit what their race is. It's time to stand up for freedom and liberty. The strong will survive, and the weak are going to fall 
by the wayside. The same as in politics as we will see on the street. Are you prepared? Uh, once again, I got a sneak peek at a question and I can't wait to answer. It has to do with your second amendment, your rights to self-defense. I think Jolene knows what I'm talking about. That's why I started off with Beto O'Rourke, jackass candidate for the, <clears throat> no longer for president of the United States. Can you believe that asshole? Mr. Hell yeah, we're going to come take your guns, your ARs, your AKs. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell no. He actually ran for president of the United States. Now he's running for governor of Texas. Does he think he's going to make it? I doubt. I doubt it. But God help every state that has a Democrat governor. And folks, the strong will survive and the political SHTF continues as the fight is at the top as we want it. We want all of our representatives fighting up there because if we lose up there, then we're going to get trickle down SHTF. It's going to trickle down from the federal government to the state government, to the counties, to the cities and your neighborhood. And when it gets to our neighborhoods, folks, that 10 mile radius around us, when we get that SHTF to us, it becomes Mad Max. When shit it's the fan is knocking at your door, you better be prepared. Whether it's lights out, no food, no gas, no law and order, we need to be ready. Now, MSNBC, they had a guest who compared Republicans running on fixing the inflation crisis and solving the economy, the issues there, compared those Republicans to Hitler and the Nazis. This coming from a bunch of goose-stepping Democrat morons who read from the same playbook on a daily basis. Yeah, who does as they're told? Biden the flip-flopper. Who does as they're told? The House Progressive Democrat Caucus. Bunch of idiots. And they want to claim through their mouthpieces on TV, those sellouts, that, that Republicans are like Hitler and the Nazis. Because we want to fix inflation? Because we, as freedom-loving, liberty-loving American constitutionalists, we're Nazis because... We want to fix the economy and solve inflation and make life better and have a better standard of living. How the fuck does that make any sense to you? Seriously, can you read that and make sense out of it? If you want to fix inflation, solve the economic issues that face us. That makes you a Nazi. That makes you like Hitler. That is the weakest argument. In fact, it takes away the stigma. It, it does. It takes away the stigma of what Nazis and Hitler were all about. You know, that's how far, far the leftists have run to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left, right off the screen. Right. I mean, they've run so far to the left, folks, that we can see what normal people are doing. Now, uh, here's an example. Uh, Charlie Crist, he's running against Governor DeSantis down in Florida. There is not a fucking chance in hell he's going to beat Governor DeSantis. He is so far left, Charlie Crist. He is such a giant hypocritical moron, Charlie Crist. Even his former staffers and his colleagues, that is, other Democrats, they have unanimously endorsed, many of them, Governor DeSantis. Why? Why? Well, Charlie Crist is weak. He's not strong. The strong will survive. The strong will get elected. The strong are going to overcome the weak. It's incredible, folks. It's absolutely incredible. Right now, Carrie Lake over in Arizona. Uh, basically, she pointed to the uh, gender dysphoria Katie Hobbs. Right who has done nothing but interfere in the lawful elections of Arizona since 2020. Right. 
uh, she exposed the stupidity, right, of the gender dysphoria, the, the I claim a pronoun, I can claim whatever gender I want. And she basically came out and said, uh, okay, to demonstrate, you know, your belief system, why don't you try and milk a bull? <laughs> oh, number one, I bet Katie Hobbs just might have tried to milk a bull. And maybe she got kicked in the head a few times. The stupidity of the left is continuing to be revealed. We're continuing to see people leaving the Democrat Party. Unbelievable, folks. Yet they're still going to try and use fear to control you. Right? I told you that Biden now says, oh, yeah, 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 a cerveza bug. Right? It's, it's a world health crisis. And the White House actually put out a video trying to terrorize, well, the weak-minded. The strong will survive. The strong know better. The strong can be brave and stand on the knowledge, the foundation that's built with the intellect. The weak, ee, we don't know. They're wishy-washy. They don't know what to believe. Right? When they look to their TV every day for belief system, give me a break. Because one day, you know, Joe Biden says there's no COVID problem. And the next week, there is one. Anyways, they have a, a fear porn propaganda piece telling Americans to get their annual Jim Jones juice. Right? And they used a spooky video, a scary video. Uh, it's, it's, it's below sophomoric. It, it 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 doesn't it's so stupid i can't even describe it anymore it is blatant weak propaganda and that's all they've got unbelievable now i want to talk about this a little bit uh, i want you to take a wild freaking guess Sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice. Um, this, right, Joe Biden wants to scare people into taking that crap. The Jim Jones Juice. But there's a grieving mother out there. And her healthy and athletic, that's how she describes her as healthy and athletic. 18-year-old daughter. 18-year-old you normally, yeah, 18-year-olds are very healthy, very athletic. Uh, suddenly died. And the mother says, quote, I now truly believe it was because of the Jim Jones juice. Right? It's a tragic guess. And folks, also, World Wrestling um, Entertainment, World Wrestling Federation, uh, superstar, Hall of Famer, Kevin Nash, uh, he's the guy I actually get mistaken for out in public now. I have people walk up to me and ask if I'm Kevin Nash. Um, Kevin Nash lost his son just the other day. Same story. All of a sudden, dead. This tragedy is playing itself out every single day. Every single day. You know, Joe Biden, folks, says... Global health crisis. Well, what changed between Washington, D.C. and the state of New York or New York City? New York City has now rescinded its Cerveza bug mandate for private employers. Well, I guess maybe because it's uh, election season and they want people to feel free. Yeah, well, we remember, folks. We all remember who said what, when, for back and forth. Yeah, what changed? Why is it that all of a sudden New York City says, no, 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 no more mandates, but Joe Biden says, be scared. Meanwhile, people are dying left and right who should not. They shouldn't. <sighs> I mean, we've got this. A 55-year-old, quote, local radio legend. Not only did he die, he died while on the air, live on the morning show. There's no guess required on this one because he told us exactly what's happening. 
This is what the Twitter post showed. This, this, the, the hubris of this know-it-all telling everyone how he is a health expert. See, if I told you not to get the Jim Jones juice, they would say, you're no expert, John. You're no doctor, John. You don't know anything. You're not an epidemiologist. You're not a, a National Institutes of Health egghead. Right, I'm not. But this is what this guy's allowed to say. Quote, no problems with booster shots, Pfizer and Moderna. In our family and immediate friends, aside from the odd, slightly sore arm for 36 hours, that sounds a little fucking specific, don't you think? Uh, no problems with booster shots in our family and immediate friends, aside from the odd. Wouldn't be odd at all. It fucking hurts if it's slightly sore for 36 hours. <clears throat> aside from the odd, slightly sore arm for 36 hours, I say get your booster done ASAP and enjoy your cheese and wine. I mean, talking about work whilst at work and following the rules. <laughs> <clears throat> enjoy your cheese and wine, he says to everyone, while we look at him and say, enjoy your dirt nap, motherfucker. I mean, come on. People used to have, folks, uh, a mild heart attack, a moderate heart attack, a severe heart attack, and live. A heart attack didn't guarantee death. What is this, 1955, 1965, 1975? No. Add another 50 fucking years to that. People survived heart attacks, mild, moderate, and severe. They weren't all deadly. Now we have old folks dying of deadly heart attacks all the time. Young people, middle-aged people, youths having heart attacks. Every demographic group has them and is now dying instantly. No more just, well, I mean, a few. We've heard people having heart attacks and they're like in the hospital bed, you know. Fuck. Ah, ah. Yeah, morning short, dude. Dead. I've got one more for you because I just want to drive this nail home. Okay. Okay. Hang on. We have a VIP, folks, a very important person. They, of course, as you know, I'm going to talk about, kicked the freaking bucket. Kicked the bucket. Let me pull them up. Seems to be lost in the prepared mind thing, but don't worry. I will find him. I don't want to tell you about the 84-year-old uh, <clears throat> pro-life door knocker who was shot in the back with a shotgun by uh, Richard Harvey. Right? Because what he was pro-life and he was walking away and he got shot in the back by this clown. Oh yeah, expect more of that. Here it is. Uh, gentlemen, former Secretary of Defense under Obama, Ash Carter, dead at 68, had a sudden cardiac event. What the hell is a sudden cardiac event? What is a cardiac event? Well, I have a cardiac. You have a cardiac. It's called a heart, right? I have events every couple of seconds. Beat, 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 beat. It has an event. I mean, they're talking about a heart attack. Pretty guy had a heart attack. Sudden cardiac event. <clears throat> yeah, Secretary of Defense from 2015 to 2017 dies of heart attack. Let me tell you something about these people. Okay? This guy. He's not a nobody. He is a high-dollar, high-paid, rich bureaucrat who has the best health insurance that you can pay for. I'm sure several times a year, if not once a month, they go to the best doctors in the world and make sure everything is A-OK. -okay. So all of a sudden, he's just going to keel over? I don't think so. Folks, the Jim Jones juice is at work. And man, is it working overtime. Now, let's switch gears again, if we shall. Get your questions in down below. Everyone who's here live 
on the club and at subscribestar.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for supporting our efforts. I got to tell you, big news update. Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from the great state of Georgia has been swatted for the sixth time in the last several months. What does swatted mean? Someone called the police and made the claim that there was a violent, dangerous situation going on and that the police had better get there. When the police get those kind of reports, what do they do? They put on their bulletproof vests. vests. They grab an AR-15. No, no, no. They go even one better. They actually grab a real assault weapon, the M16. They grab many, many high-capacity magazines. They get an entire crew full of fully armed, high-capacity magazine, M16 people, and they've got the helmets and the vests, and it says SWAT on their machine. And then they show up at someone's house, all on account of somebody. Uh, yeah, 911, I, I would like to report a dangerous situation. Yeah, I saw uh, a woman. She was bristling with, with weapons. She had at least three AR-15s, and, and she had an AK. Yes, it was an AK-47. It was duct taped to her head with a squeeze button in her in her mouth so she could use her mouth to push the trigger with a little air button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really scary looking, very technical. Yeah. Anyway, she was running around through the neighborhood. I think she was, well, yeah, she was dressed in, in camouflage and she had a Make America Great Again hat. It was very disturbing. I felt very threatened by it. And, and yeah, oh, oh, you want to know who I am? Uh, well, I'm a concerned citizen. I don't want to give you my name because I, I don't want to be uh, the subject of retaliation. I just want to remain anonymous and call. And so the address is 12345 Pine Street, Washington, D.C., yeah, I know. Uh, oh, oh, that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't know who it is. I just know that it was a blonde lady from Georgia and she's got guns and she's very scary. And I fear for my life and I'm going to go hug a teddy bear. And the whole neighborhood is hugging teddy bears. We're out of teddy bears. The store has no more teddy bears. Do you understand me? That's how tragic this situation is. I'm scared. I'm scared. Bink. Right? That's how these people are. They convince the cops that there's a serious situation going on. They show up. For the sixth fucking time. One, two, three, four, five, six times. The SWAT team has shown up at Marjorie Taylor Greene, representative United States Congress. They haven't figured out who the fuck lives there yet. Well, I mean, the one time was one time. Whoops. Sorry, Representative Green. Uh, sorry to wake you up in the middle of the fucking night pointing guns at you. Right? It's like she wakes up and she answers the door and there's all these gun barrels just poked in the door. Guns everywhere. You know, looking for some violence. One time. Yeah, okay. I'll give them one time. Then the second time. Then a third. Then a fourth. Really? The Keystone cops can't figure that shit out? Five times? That's a handful. Five is a handful. Five fingers is a handful. Five times they haven't figured out that Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't a violent person. There's not violence going on, and they don't need to show up at her house with a fucking SWAT team. Six times now, folks. Where is Garlic Marind, Attorney General of the United States of America, on this? This harassment of the people's representative from the great state of Georgia. Where is the Keystone FBI cops? Where are these clowns? There should be a gaggle of about 15 of them running in circles, bumping into each other and falling down on their asses. Where are they at? How hard is it to trace a call in the year 2022? This is not 1990, 1970, 1920, you know, where you got the operator and they're like pushing buttons into pegboards. It's like, Oh, that one's ringing and take that cord and go over to this hole. Yeah, I'm connected you to your neighbor. It's not that. It's all electronic. It's instantaneous. This signal goes to that signal. This signal goes to that signal. They can instantaneously track shit. Well, we have to keep the anonymous uh, tipsters uh, anonymous. They're like whistleblowers. We must protect them because they're they're calling 
on these Republicans who are clearly the most extremist people on the planet. These people are just falling to pieces trying to find a reason to go after Republicans, constitutionalists, patriots, and veterans. Good God, save us. We need help. And as my good mother used to say, God helps those who help themselves. So you had best be prepared. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. I've got many topics left to talk about. You know, Republicans, so bad. Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Yeah, we're so extreme. Tell you what, it's now your turn. It's time for the Q&A. Get your questions in. I'll be back with you in a minute or less. Be prepared. Here they come. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, here we are. What do we have up first? What is the first topic? It comes from Uman. And he says, they may be trying to use the chicken little strategy. <laughs> now, follow me, folks. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know where Uman goes or where anyone goes. It's the chicken little theory, chicken little strategy. It's, 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 it'll become self-evident what he's talking about. Keep making fake calls, hoping something bad happens. And then one day when the cops don't show up, they have the opportunity to do something bad. <sighs> the sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Um, Chicken Little calls the police. The sky is falling, right? Uh, uh, police, the sky is falling. I got hit on the head with another freaking acorn today. Eventually, someone's going to make a mistake. And the Democrats are going to be very happy about it. The crank calling criminals. Because that's what they are as criminals. Swatting, I think, should be illegal. As in, it is a criminal offense. And yeah, they can track it fast. But they've now hit it six times on Representative Marge Taylor Green, Affectionately referred to as Big Marge. The hog-killing hottie in a helicopter who wants people to uh, go hunting with her. Hog-killing hottie, that's a pretty good one. Anyways, six times, 10 times, 12 times, 20 times, at some point, someone's going to make a mistake by screaming, the sky is falling, right? And maybe Representative Marge Taylor Green is going to be shot. Or maybe one of these times, they're going to show up at her door, and she's going to think it's the SWAT team, and it's a bunch of hooligans dressed in black clothing who barge in and commit horrendous crimes against her, her children, her family, her loved ones, etc. Right? This is very much the sky is falling, the boy crying wolf, and a numbers game. Frustrating, irritating, frightening, folks. And this is what the left wing is doing. They're attempting a purge, if you will, using the swatting technique. Once again, pretending to be the scared, concerned citizen. I'm just a scared, concerned citizen. And something really bad is going on across the street. Bullshit. When the police are doing nothing, I guarantee nothing, not a fucking thing. Uh, this is the chief of police. How can I help you? Oh, Representative Marge Taylor Green. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I, I'm very concerned also about the attempted swatting. I know it wasn't attempted. You were swatted six times now. We're really looking into it. I want you to know we've got our best men and best trannies in on it. That's right. We're, we're combing all the files. And then we're also using hairspray and lots of makeup on those files. But don't worry, we're combing the files for these, these uh, pedophiles. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. pedophile. No, no, I didn't mean that. No, sorry. I don't. 
I, I know that you actually are a moral person and you find those people objectionable. Yes, sorry, sorry. Sorry about that, uh, Representative Green. Yes, uh, we're, we'll get right on that and we'll get back to you. Uh, please do me a favor, start holding your breath and we'll call you back as soon as we have an answer. <laughs> She's so stupid. She believed me again. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I'm enjoying the telephone and thank you for encouraging me to be satirical sardonic, sarcastic, cynical, all at the same time. Jolene, who do we have next in the question section? We've got the Crouching Kalash. The Crouching Kalash has this to say. Long time listener, almost 10 years. Well, shit, Crouching Kalash, we've been here almost 10 years. December will be 10 years. December 13th will be the 10-year anniversary. Why do you never talk about various means of self-defense? Would like to hear your actual opinion rather than just hinting at it. Well, in times past, folks, I have had my 1911 uh, pistols, both my Norinco in full camouflage and my Series 70 Gold Cup in 45 ACP, both of them, as well as my Smith & Wesson Model 686 stainless, very nice stainless, with six-inch barrel, hair trigger, and silhouette going to get you sights as well as uh, <clears throat> AR-15s, that's right, AR-15s, in full camouflage with various optics I put on demonstration. Now, I don't know if I've had the shotgun and, uh, of course, other toys as well. Now, I, I, I know that YouTube and the Internet doesn't like talking about guns. They're very scary, very scary. Now, self-defense. Uh, let me talk to you about the AR-15. It is the most versatile and practical weapon on the market. It is good for short range, mid range, and up to 500 meters or yards in America. Uh, I've hit a man-sized target with iron sights, no scope at 500 yards as a Marine, okay? But you can get some very good optics. You can buy a complete operable AR-15 for under $700 in many places. You can spend a lot more if you want. You can buy a better barrels, a better bolts, better firing pins. You can buy things in upgrade. You can put on uh, extensions. You can get great optics, all kinds of gizmos. You can tech it up and trick it out. But in truth, you can get various stock, as in shoulder stock, collapsible, customizable, you can make that weapon fit who you are. It is so light, a child can use it. In fact, there are Hello Kitty variations of the AR-15. That's right. Pink Hello Kitty going to fuck you up in SHTF if you get out of hand. AR-15s. You can do what you want. Right? They accept a 10-round, 20-round, 30-round magazine, high-capacity 100-round dual drum magazines if you want. But for everyday self-defense and SHTF purposes, it is practical and adjustable. I have heard people who have physical disabilities, they're stuck in a wheelchair. That means they have a limited range of movement, a limited strength, and the AR-15 is light, durable, and packs firepower. Okay, I also recommend if you want to talk self-defense for short range, that is range up to 50 yards or 50 meters, the shotgun, both 12 and 20 gauge. I recommend double and triple buck, buckshot. You can reach out, reach out and touch someone, right? Nine 357 caliber pellets, 12 30 caliber pellets in one shotgun shell, triple buck or double lot buck, okay? It'll fuck you up if you get hit with it. And it does have limited range, right? But still, good range. The 20 gauge is good for kids, teens, and uh, smaller adults to use. The 12 gauge will kick like a freaking mule. But imagine being on the losing end of that one. And for penetration and just ultimate knockdown, the 12 gauge slug. And I demonstrated the use of that uh, crouching kalosh when I fired at the AR-500 body armor with the 22 
then the 5.56 out of an AR-15, then the 357 Magnum, the 45 ACP, and an 8-millimeter Mauser, followed by the 12-gauge slug, which put one hell of a dent in the AR-500. But it did not penetrate it. So we did both a body armor penetration test as well as showing the knockdown as well as uh, penetration ability of different things. And then we blew it up with some Tannerite. It was awesome. Now, for women and concealed defense, I recommend anything called Lady Smith you can get your hands on, right? Women have smaller hands and dealing with the kick, right, of really big weapons is not for everyone. Nine millimeter, 40 Smith and Wesson provide a lot of knockdown. Now, I'm not a huge fan of very small uh, high speed um, ammunition, like a full metal jacket, 357 or nine millimeter. I prefer the <clears throat> hollow point that's not designed to, uh, what, did, what, did, what did Biden say? It's something stupid about blowing the lungs out of somebody. No, what it does is when it hits, it turns itself inside out of mushrooms and it delivers impact. I prefer the slower moving, larger caliber uh, handgun ammunition. I like 45 ACP. It's nice and slow and it mushrooms. And basically this difference between getting hit with um, a very high speed object that just passes right through you and something that hits you like a horse's hoof and knocks you on your ass, right? I'd rather not poke a clean hole through someone that they don't realize it happened. I want the bullet to hit them and knock them the fuck down. That's what the 12 gauge slug does, right? That's what a nice 45 ACP does. And even the 40 Smith and Wesson, while I'm not the biggest fan of that caliber, you get a nice hollow point there and it takes and does some damage. Now, 41 Magnum and 44 Magnum, uh, a 45 Colt, you can get them in the hand, uh, I'm sorry, you can get them in hollow point. Uh, they'll knock the shit out of stuff, but they are Magnum rounds or Magnum-like rounds. And they can pass through people even in their hollow point form. But all of them, folks, all these weapons I just described, bring with them a porcupine psychological effect. That is to say, people that see that, they're like, hey, hey, ain't messing with that. Every single, folks, every single mass shooter, when they know someone's coming with a gun, what do they do? They shit themselves. They run, they hide, they shoot themselves, right? That's what happens. They get very scared. They don't want to get shot. Oh, my God, after they're shooting a bunch of people, like a bunch of cowardly pusses. Yeah, these mass shooters are basically leftists, folks. Every last one of them has socialism on the brain, and they think the solution is to kill people they don't like. Anyways, I really appreciate that question because I don't talk about it enough. I just don't. Right? I think you should, every one of us should have at least one pistol that we're very familiar with, train with awesome often, and our awesome shots with them. In other words, at <clears throat> combat range, in combat range, anywhere from 10 to 15 feet, you should be deadly accurate and very, uh, shall I say, competent with your handgun. Like I said, the bigger the caliber, the more confident I am that when you hit something, it will knock it down and make it not want to get up. And it should be uh, understood, right, that when you pull it out, you mean business. Uh, because you do. Shit is at the fan, you're having to pull your weapon, and it is go time. You want to be proficient and competent and confident. I don't want anyone to die. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I'm not glamorizing violence or anything. I'm just saying these are how it works. This is the facts. For SHTF uh, in general, not just a specific for you, you, you know, there's a problem, someone's trying to mug you, someone's trying to rape you, someone's trying to break into your house, claiming to be the police, right? But imagine the whole world gone stupid. You're going to want an AR-15. You're going to want an AK-47. I'm not a fan of the AK-47s, folks. I just don't like communists. But a lot of people love those weapons. They're very reliable. That I understand. The ammunition is relatively inexpensive. 
except now I don't think you can get uh, AK-47 style ammunition. I don't think you can get 762 by 39. I don't think you can get those from Russia anymore. I think that they put an end to that. Anyways, that being said, great topic. Let's move on. I know we have a lot of questions today. We got Doc Holliday, the king of capitalization. He says, overall, 34% of mass shootings were stopped by citizens that concealed carried a gun. That's one in every three mass shootings was met by someone saying, not on my fucking watch, mister. Bam. Right? Uh, 2021, that rate climbed to 49%. That's one in two in the last two years. Everyday citizens protect the public. That is evidence, folks. If half of the mass shootings are stopped by citizens, not cops, citizens, not Superman, that's saying a lot. There's a lot of us out here, and we carry our weapons, and we stop. Right? We protect and serve, and we don't even get paid for it. Guess who doesn't like those numbers? The mainstream media and the Democrat scumbags, all the way up to the top at the World Economic Forum. They don't like these facts. Understand them. Research them yourself. Prove to yourself. All right, moving on. We have Blue Court Devil. He says a statement... Uh, <clears throat> He has a judge orders reinstatement of all city workers fired for not getting the Jim Jones juice in New York City. You see, what has gone on here is city governments, county governments, state governments have violated the constitutional rights of everybody. Every single city bureaucrat, worker, and elected official should be held in contempt of the, not the Congress, not contempt of the court, but in contempt of the Constitution. Why is that not a crime? Contempt of Congress? Contempt of a court? Who gives a fuck about the courts or Congress if there is contempt for the Constitution by these scumbags in New York City, in Chicago, in California, in Washington, D.C.? Washington, D.C. should be the cradle of freedom and liberty for the country. The example the world points to and says we should be like Washington, D.C., the freest place on the planet. Instead, it is a socialist hellhole with anti-constitutionalist, socialist, fascist, communist scumbags. All right, I know I'm ranting and raving. Let's move on. Jolene, who do we have next? Thank you, Blue Core Devil. We have Sally Sue, who says, uh, <clears throat> manager of a local grocery store, died last week from a brain aneurysm. That means a blood vessel broke, exploded, leaked, what have you. He just suddenly dropped. Lived in the hospital a few days, but had repeated strokes and finally died <clears throat> in his early 30s. Early 30s. I know not every heart attack or every stroke can be attributed to the Jim Jones juice, but how will we ever really know? Well, I think they should be doing an autopsy, don't you? And when they perform an autopsy, not only do they see what caused the death, right? They're like, ah, we found it. Blood on the brain, busted vessel, he had strokes, right? They're computers that EKGs, they detect heart, heart dysrhythmias, a cardiac stress and strain. They can run blood tests on blood and go, ooh, yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff in that blood. They can test its viscosity, the thickness, how much solids versus plasma or liquid, right? All that stuff that's in blood. Is it oxygenated? Is the, is the patient oxygenated? They don't even got to stick you. They can just put that thing on your finger and it says, oh, yeah, you've got 98% uh, oxygen saturation. You're great. Or Holy cow, you've got 92% oxygen saturation. You're short, low on oxygen. Not everyone is going to die of the Jim Jones juice, but it sure seems suspicious when we see people that should not be dying. People that we know have the best health insurance in the world. People that we know are healthy, super athletes. People that we know are young and we should look at them suspiciously because we can no longer trust the doctors. We can no longer trust science. Ah, 
And I want to go over this one real quick. With COVID, I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case, which really forced us to adapt and to change some of our policies and recommendations. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on when it really was the evolution of the science. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. The best vaccination is to get infected yourself. If she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. If she really has the flu. She right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's, the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. That's right, folks. Guess what? Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly has revealed that her older sister died suddenly from drum roll a heart attack. I'm sorry to say, right, that that has happened. Take a wild guess, take a stab at it. Where's Megan Kelly on this one now? Is she really going to say, fuck you, Dr. Fauci? Or is she going to say, no, no, it was caused by something else? Do you think Megan Kelly really wants to know? Do you think she knows whether or not her older sister got the Jim Jones juice? Don't you think it's suspicious that I can come on here on a daily basis and quote as many as I want, as many cases of suspicious deaths from heart attack, stroke, that I can identify and bring out people who collapse and get hospitalized and have neurological conditions, facial tics. You know, the big one, the, the super, uh, shall we say, viral uh, video of Katy Perry with her, her eye not working. That was a great publicity stunt. Was she a clone malfunctioning? Was she a robot? Or was she a lot like other celebrities and non-celebrities who are having neurological tics? Just because, um, I mean, I don't want to say everybody is going to die from getting the Jim Jones juice. But I think everybody who has gotten it is going to have, to greater and lesser degrees, issues related to taking it. Unless... And hopefully, unless you have taken some sort of detoxification to, to try and hope, I guess, that your blood doesn't turn into some sort of gelatinous goop and clot up and clog and cause strokes and aneurysms and cause your lungs to stop taking in air. The whole thing is horrifying. Charlene Erie says, uh, Dr. Campbell this morning did a report on the increase in young people dying in the United Kingdom and the United States. Thank you, Charlene Ader. Many physicians are out there screaming at the top of their lungs. They're saying, I'm a medical doctor. I'm a scientist. I work in the field with real medicine, not some bureaucratic a uh, leather seat polishing with his ass bullshit artist like this little clown. With COVID, I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case. Which, Well, it turned out that we were completely wrong. It wasn't the case. But you know what? I got paid a million dollars. So I kept saying what I needed to say so they could keep paying me more millions of dollars. Right. Real doctors are out there sounding the alarm. And what happens? They get canceled. What happens? They get censored. What happens? They're silenced. What happens? They get fired. How many doctors? They go to school for eight freaking years, right? They do everything the rest of the planet did, getting a basic general education called a high school diploma. Then they go to college for six, seven, eight years. Then they go and... They do an internship and then they start working and they work and they work and they work and they work, right? And they, they practice. And then one day something happens and because it's a political hot button, they get fired for it. 
What a sham that's going on. All right, Jolene, what do we have? Who's up next? Good golly, it's Charles Gentry. And he's got something to say. He says, Mr. Tessalonian. He says, I think that's how it's spelled. Has videos on YouTube about producing crude oil and refine it at home. It is possible to make a full range of fuels at home from down uh, from downfall and trash. Uh, <clears throat> you might want to look into it. Now, I looked into uh, wood gasification at one point. Uh, and that is taking wood, you know, like firewood, sticks, and heating it in a, uh, shall we say, pressure cooker to the point where it releases hydrocarbons. Fuel, oil is a hydrocarbon, right? And it's refined down into uh, certain gravities or thicknesses and, and um, hydrocarbon length, right? A uh, gasoline hydrocarbon is smaller compared to a diesel hydrocarbon, which is more complex and bigger, and it takes more heat and pressure to burn it. Uh, but yeah, you can take wood and turn it, uh, it's called wood gasification, heat it, and it'll release hydrocarbons. And then you can burn them in an internal combustion engine. Now, that's a pretty dirty fuel. And it, it is, while it's a rudimentary science, it's also, uh, it still takes some, shall we say, chemical and mechanical knowledge to do these things. It's great that people are out there talking about it, uh, folks, because we're going to have trouble. The World Economic Forum, these environmentalist assholes, oh yes, and the World Economic Forum are trying to shut down your ability to stay warm, transport yourself, go on vacation, have a decent freaking lifestyle. The people of Europe right now are burning trash and horse shit just to heat their homes. Have they figured out how they're going to power their cars? Well, folks, industry in the world is based on automobile manufacturing and real estate. You have to live somewhere, so you have to work, and you have to get there somehow in order to perform that work to make money to pay for the house. That's our world, housing and real estate. Did you know that during uh, the Great Crusades, right, those great crusades where they, you know, the Europeans went down there to the Holy Land to fight against the Saracens. Um, you know what the economy was based on back then? Clothing. Clothing made out of sheep's wool. Well, our economy has developed and grown since then, right? We've gotten past sheep's wool, and we also have petroleum-based clothing products as well as cotton. Right, the 1800s. Uh, you know, we fought a civil war in America over cotton. Once again, clothing. Yes, we had the steam train and steam engines. Yes, they had invented or discovered electricity and were learning how to manipulate it. Yes, they were developing communication with the telegraph. Right, Morse code. But the economy was still based on clothing, cotton. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, those are prepper items. Back then, everyone had a place to live. There was not a shortage of places to live. It's just how good they were, right? You could go hunt for your own food, but it was clothing. It was a big deal. Now, after that, shortly thereafter, electricity was becoming industrialized. That made the production of other things more readily available. The world became more industrialized. They started using coal on a massive scale to heat and smelt metals to be used in industry to create appliances, automobiles, and train tracks, and steel girders, right? The world has grown up very fast. I don't even know why I'm talking about that. It just seemed like the thing to do. All right, Jolene, where are we at next? We got Heidi, 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 Heidi. Uh, says, question, what do you think of the Taurus G2C in 9mm? I was wondering if you knew anything about the reliability. Taurus makes some great weapons. I have not shot that one or handled it myself, but I've handled Taurus weapons in the past. The 9mm is a good round. It has been around a long time ago. It was used by the Nazis, by the way, and their Lugers, which shot the 9mm Parabellum. But I wouldn't use that as the excuse or reason not to use 
the nine millimeter, right? <clears throat> but yeah, the I mean, there's a lot of great weapons out there. You need to find one that fits your hand, um, one that is light, or make sure you're strong enough to handle it effectively. I do recommend going to the shooting range, uh, one that will rent to you, rent to you their weapons, their variety of nine millimeter and 40 caliber and 45 and 38 special, whatever you can get your hands on or talk to friends that you know are shooting enthusiasts so that they can bring their weapons. And I'm sure they would love to tell you all about their weapons and why they like them. And then if you can shoot them, you can see how they fit your hand. If the recoil, you know, the this is the recoil. Bang. Right? Some guns are bang, bang, bang. And others are like, bang. You know, doesn't necessarily mean it's scary. It just means you get used to the kick. You just let it ride up. But the further you come off your target, if you're going bang, 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 it's quicker to go bang and you go up a little and then you're back on target. If it's a very large caliber and you're not very strong, you're going to go bang and then it goes way off a target and it takes a lot longer to get back on target before you get your second bang. Enough said. Let's move on. I know we're after an hour. Hey, it's Michael Brown. What's up, man? He says, John, if we are made in God's image, what are we? <laughs> not laughing at you, Michael, uh, but you riddle me, man. You riddle me. If we are made in God's image, what are we? Uh, we are God's children, right? The image, the likeness uh, of God, right? Um, there's the argument that, that God has a physical body. Uh, there, there's a lot of arguments out there, Michael, or a lot of debates uh, having to do with uh, the deity. Um, some people uh, in, in times past uh, believed that the angels were gods, and they worshipped them. They had problems with that. But who are the angels? Are they interdimensional beings? Are they the aliens? Are they God's emissaries from other worlds? Right, I'm just a guy, dude. I'm just a guy. I've got my personal beliefs, and I don't like to share them too much, especially in this realm, because some people uh, really take it very, very uh, personally. And if you say something that they disagree with, they can take it and be offended by it. But uh, we, you and I, Michael, are made in God's image. It doesn't say God's exact image, and it certainly doesn't say, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're made uh, with his intellectual shall we say, capability or is moral um, perfection, right? But we are made in the image of. Now, just like you can have a mirror that shows you a near exact image, you can have a dirty mirror, or you could say looking into a pond, you see the image of ourselves or the reflection of others in water, but it's not a perfect image or perfect reflection, but it's still a likeness that we can recognize. And so I like to say that when we see ourselves, right? Or we see ourselves as the reflection of um, the Almighty's image. That is to say, we are very much like him. And we've been gifted or blessed with some of his qualities, whether they're physical strengths or spiritual strengths or intellectual strengths. And hopefully, you know, our moral, our goodness Right, is a reflection of God's goodness and our ability to forgive, to forget, uh, or, I mean, I, I think the word forgive is best, right? to look past the weaknesses of others and look to their strengths and their goodness and their intent. No man is perfect, right? And so I think that's a, maybe the sharpest distinction we can make between uh, God Almighty and what we are, which is a reflection or the image of, right? The likeness of. That's about as close as we can get. It's a great mystery, man. And uh, one of these days, both you and I will know more because we'll get to meet our maker, hopefully. Uh, and we all do. I guess we all, I should say we all pass. But uh, being able to meet our maker. And boy, I tell you, what a way to end a show, man. Hit me with some philosophy like that. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, very much. Uh, God speed to you, to everyone else. God bless America. Semper Fi and chance favors the prepared mind is 
yours. I'll see you very, very soon. In fact, it will be. It will be during the, well, I'm really enjoying this. And, and you guys, put in the comments, are you or are you not enjoying Zero Dark Thirty when I bust out of the bunker and go deal with the world? Anyways, thank you again. I'll see you soon.